This may be shit. Hello. Welcome to Words of Chrome. Tonight's podcast contains probable swearing, spoilers, and hilarity. The panel tonight, as ever, is Phil Belch, Stuart Morrison, Nick Thorburn, and Daniel Winwood. Hello. What the cunt was that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? That was Ivona. Who's uh, Ivona? Ivona text-to-speak text HQ, and that particular voice was Amy, the English accent. Would, you, would you, Bona? Hey, ah. <laughs> eh? eh, you see what you did there? I was actually impressed, because it pronounced mine and your surname correctly. It did, it's like, oh. But it kind of hiccuped on <laughs> Stu's. Morris. Morrison. <laughs> that was impressive, Dan, I like that. Yeah. That was... I like I like the thought the forethought that's went into that. You know what? I've got another one though, which I don't think pronounces your surname correctly. Right. I've, I've got the Android equivalent of of like Siri. Siri. Oh, Skyvy? Yeah, hello. Skyvy, please say Nick Thorburn. Daniel, yeah, that's right. Who are you talking about? Nick Thorburn. I've never heard of them before. Oh. This is fucking riveting. <laughs> Please say Nick Thorburn. Wow, you are very polite. Nick Thorburn. Thorburn. There you go. See, I, I'm... I, sounds like Lorburn. I, I, I get that. It's either... F um, yeah. Thornburn. That's the most <laughs> common one. Which does my head in. Um, or Thorburn. All kinds... See, uh, obviously Winward, apart from the R and the D at the back of the name, it's all straight lines, W-I-N-W, uh, so people misread the second W sometimes as a second N, so they say Winard. Drives me crazy. I hate Daniel Winard. Hate it. Yeah. So, no, you two have got pretty... I don't, I don't, I've got a comedy You've got a comedy surname. But it's not decent. Yeah, yours is common garden variety surname, but... It can't be butchered, can it? Uh, apart from when people just call me Morris. Stuart Morris? Yeah. Why would they do that? No, I can just... Selectively not read the, the yeah, end of your name. People are fucking shitbags. And stupid. It happens. Actually, um, I got my bank card chewed up on Friday night when I went to uh, when I went out in Bolton. Glorious Bolton. Where did you get it chewed up at? Um, you know where the Elephant and Castle is? Yeah. Uh, there's a cash machine directly across from that, which I is... I use that quite a lot. Well, see, this this thing, I've used that cash machine dozens of times, never had any complaints with it. I have been there before and seen that the screen smashed in, you know. Yeah, Bolton. Which is, which, yeah, you can just shrug it up and say, well, that's Bolton, okay, so I've never had any complaints with it. I went to it last night, the, the, it, it, there were no signs saying it was out of order, it all seemed fine and dandy. I stuck my card in, it went in spat out, I thought that's weird, went to get it, it then went back in of its own accord, and then the machine just started going beep, 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 just uh, honestly like some weird... Time for cover. Did it go to a crescendo? Yeah, it, honestly, it, it got faster and faster and faster, and then it said, uh, please remove your card. At this point my card has just disappeared, I'm like, you know, so I'm now turning into your typical boltoner, I'm kicking and punching the cash machine <laughs> trying to get my card. This guy then runs over... And goes, oh no, it's doing it to you too. And I went, have you been on this machine? He goes, yeah, but I got my card out. He then sticks his card in to try and like trick it into letting my card out. 
doesn't work. He just goes, sorry, and runs off. Like, right, thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, at this point, he's still going, me, 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 me. And then, and then, honestly, like a hospital, like a hospital, uh, you know, heart monitor, it then went, beep, and then said, your card has been retained. Please contact your bank. And uh, at this point, two horrible, scroty, chavvy girls, again, typical Bolton, come over. At this point, I've got on the phone to my dad asking what shall I do. It's chewed my card. And... Uh, and these girls come over, I just politely tell them I wouldn't use this machine, it's uh, chewed my cards. Now, your average response to that might be, oh, thank you, okay, never mind, okay. This girl's go, oh, fuck that! And walks out, just, oh, I hate Bolton. I really hate Bolton. Anyway, yesterday I had to make a trip to the bank to cancel my card, and sure enough, when I went to the counter and gave her my details, she said, ah, okay, Mr. Winnard. Ah! <laughs> hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Did you punch the screen at the, the bank as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, this was on a separate customer service counter, so there was no glass. What, there was no glass window separating. Did us. you have a little musical piece like in Me, Myself, and Irene going off? Did you start, no. start twitching your eye? <laughs> well, this is the irony. The irony is, um, she then goes, "Do you have another card on you uh, that we can, you know, just verify your details?" And I went, "Yeah, actually, I do have a spare card that I never use." You get a card? Oh no, you always use her. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ride to that beach, you. Spe- speaking of, of yeah, this, yeah, we'll come on to that. <laughs> I, I want, I want to, um, I want to share a little uh, couple of texts that me and Dad had last night. Uh, obviously, the previous night, Dad had gone out, and I can hadn't I, can joined I just- him. Can I at least finish this week's story? Yeah, anyway, it turns out I've already got a card in my wallet which works for now. So until I get my replacement card, I've actually got another card which I've never oh, used. You so. interrupted to finish a story with that. I'd like, hey, it was, you know, I'd like to finish a story. I'm a completionist. Continue, Nick. Yeah, so Dan went out not last night, the night before, and I didn't join him because I was knackered. And you, you very impolitely didn't say anything at all, you, you know. I had to find out from Stu when he came out. I was just like, I didn't know. I, I fell asleep dead early. Um, but I did go out last night. And I uh, <laughs> I did text him. Uh, because I was in the Man and Scythe. And as we have spoken of before, Mad Hairdresser Girl was there. Uh, now to the people who might not remember after the uninitiated, Mad Hairdresser Girl used to be my hairdresser until I started cheating on her. And... Uh, yeah, she has the title for the very reason that she is... A mad hairdresser. Quite mad. Yeah, it's hard to describe. She's, she's an odd person. I uh, met her many years ago at HMV. She it began off just a flirty customer relationship, and it, then it evolved into a hairdresser relationship, and then it evolved into drunken snogs. Anyway, uh, continue. So I text Dan, mad hairdresser at old man. Dan's response, typically of Dan... Irrelevant, as it was being there last night that mattered. <laughs> I was like, alright, you want to play that game? She said, so I respond, she has asked after you, I said you changed sexuality. <laughs> now, to be fair, <laughs> now to be fair, I think my reply to this is, is quite is quite. Dad's back. initial reply was douche. <laughs> so I responded, she was unsurprised. Dan then rants at me. Someone with her severe drink and drugs problem will have no trouble believing whatever you want them to. Now fuck off and leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) That escalated quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Having a good time. You know, the thing is, I was watching... It wasn't even a a great film, but I was watching a film I'd never seen before, and, uh, you know, 
and maybe there was a little part of me that was mad I didn't get any, you know, at least I invited you to the scythe on Friday, where was my invite last night? Well, I was there for my mate, he invited me, so I'm not going to start inviting other people that he doesn't know. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just cut that cock down again there, then. Thank you. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was There's just... only us four, eh? Whose cock is it? <laughs> Don't know. Not mine. No, not no, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, the thing is, uh, I stand by. I stand by my reaction. Uh, <laughs> she won't. Li- she doesn't listen to this podcast. There's no way she listens to this podcast. So you know, I'm, there's no I'm, way anyone listens to this podcast. <laughs> we we've got a few. You know, me, me and Stu went watching my mate's band on Friday, and uh, and he admitted he sometimes listens. So uh, so there you go. That was uncomfortable as well. Why? He was with his mate, and he went. Uh, he mentioned the podcast, and his mate made like uh, a polite gesture that he'd heard about it, he knew about it. And Dan's like, you "Should listen to it. You should really listen to it." And it was just like, "He's like." Mm. Yeah. Now the yeah. thing, right? He, he he's already a fan on uh, on Facebook. I don't think he follows the Twitter, but then again, I don't think he's even on Twitter. But he um, he's a fan of the page on Facebook. He liked our Resi Dogs film. He uh, he liked the photographer page. Really liked the photographer. Like so. Good guy then. He's a he's a he's a staunch supporter of us, Nick. He is so yeah. so. If he doesn't want to listen to the podcast every week, who are I we can, to make him? I can, forgive him. I can forgive him. Anyway, uh, we come start their subject with this. Uh, something related to homosexuality. Um, no, mad hairdresser girl. Um, <laughs> Yeah. The, th- the thing is, I, I doubt she listens to this podcast, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's... I, st- I stand by what I say. I know she's done drugs. She drinks to the point of being physically on her ass. And, uh, yeah, you know, honestly, the conversations I had with her when she was my hairdresser, you can make her believe anything. And, uh, and yeah, so, I, so, yeah. Just for clarity's sake, I didn't actually say that to her. I was just winding you up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't genuinely say. Oh yeah, Dan. Yeah, he's become a homo. He's, he's, he's totally yeah, come out. I would not out, say that. Yeah, it's it a, a joke. Yeah, <laughs> but you say it in a classier manner than that, surely. See, uh, of course, I'd say it in a classier manner if I was to say it. I didn't. See, you, you are you are clearly <laughs> a nicer. You are a clearly a nicer friend than I am because um, a few years ago, after I left college, about a year or so after I left college, bumped into a girl I went to college with when I was with a couple of mates, also from college, and she was asking how a certain friend was who wasn't with us, and we all just said, oh, you know, he's gay now, and she was, she did, we got to... it sound like you were dead, that's what I was assuming, but come <laughs> Well, we just said, oh, he's gay now, yeah, he, he turned, and, uh, and she was like, oh, you know, I'm not surprised, you know, so, <laughs> I, so I don't know, I just, I think that's a... And was he gay? Uh, no, he's not. He's engaged and getting married, and I don't think I'm invited to his wedding, so fuck him. Do you want to name and shame him, then? No. You've just told it to, to <laughs> Yeah, he'll know it. He actually well. does listen. You know, he, do, he doesn't listen. He's not even a fan of the page. He's, called, he's also called Stuart. So. Is he? American Stuart's same chap. In fact, you are the only Stuart. Very boring bit of trivia here. You are the only Stuart I've ever met with your name spelt like that. Spelt in the middle class way. It's not middle class. It is. No, it's not middle it class. It is. It's, it's, it's a not. middle class no, way of not. spelling your name. It's Stuart not. spells it S T E W A R T. I didn't choose that. <laughs> it's, it's the middle class spelling it's of your not. name. It is. It's not. It is. It's not. It's like the. I even remember at work, some guy said over the phone and says, "Yeah, that's like 
a lord's a lord's spelling from like the you know it's a dark name. Yeah, the man who told you that was Scottish, so he was probably yeah. drunk. So don't take him on. He was a Scotsman. He said, "Yeah, that's Scottish, Scottish like nobility." So proper middle class. Scottish nobility is fucking low class. No, it wasn't. It is. Robert the Bruce, no matter what Braveheart will tell you, he was he was like a proper toffee nose fucking royal twat. So Scottish middle class is like blue nun. It means that you don't drink book fast. That's how you fucking <laughs> middle class that's the low grade of middle class in Scotland. There, there is, so that's low class. So you're saying like the Scottish middle class name. Is, is our it is it's the Lord's name, middle class. No, not only does he shop at Sainsbury's, he's got a middle class name. <laughs> Sainsbury's is not middle class. It fucking is. Fucking. We already had this argument. <laughs> we have, but yeah. you didn't capitulate to my demands by agreeing with me. Because I disagree. Class. Out of Morrison's, Tesco's, and ASDA. Sainsbury's is the most middle class. You can't deny that, can you? I can deny that. So which is the most middle class of those four then? Out of those? Yeah. I'd probably... Out of, what, Asda, Tesco, Morrison's? Asda, Tesco, Morrison's and Sainsbury's. I'd... If I take out the equation, Bolton's branch, I'd probably say Morrison's. Bollocks. I, because your surname is Morrison, I want you to shop at Morrison's. It just makes economic I sense. I occasionally go in, but it's fucking ball ache. I hate it. That one stinks. It's grubby <laughs> as fuck. Wait, get, wait can, I, say, can, can I just say, Nick used to work at the very Morrison's. Can you no, I used to work at oh. the one up the road. Oh, my bad. It does, it does stink. That's a, a bad brand. Oh, these stinky people. I must go over the road to Sainsbury's where it smells nice and clean. Fucking middle class. To you know, prefer, it's not middle class to want a clean place to buy food from. <laughs> if you anyway, were... the reasons why it's more middle class than any others is because it's got this poncy fucking notion of having the market in it. So you've got all the fucking poncy shit about having, oh, this is like your village butcher, and he knows how, all this shit about cuts and stuff. Which I suppose is good if you're interested in that kind of thing, but it's also slightly middle class. Now, I know Although this... I don't ultimately say that it's not middle class. No, I know this. I know this won't bother either Nick or Phil because they they don't have the class gripe that you have. Uh, but you know, I would I would say that Philip and Nicholas are, are rather. I've class. never. I, yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, Nicholas. He could, could say what. what Philip's you want. a biblical name. As is no, Daniel. As is Nicholas. Saint Nicholas. But Stuart, with your spelling, he ain't in the Bible. No. See, he's Scottish nobility. No, Scott. What? No. The Clan Morrison, a section of Clan Morrison, were fucking refugees. We got bullied and that fleet <laughs> to the Isle of Lewis and we sought refuge. So, some of them. Some of them did all You bullied people. Yeah. That's not very middle class. Yeah, but they would have had, like, nobility, so. You could have been well, like, but that's yeah, but if your great 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 ancestor could have been the Scottish Gandhi who took them to the Isle of Lewis. He didn't want to fight because he was a pussy. Do you, do you not so, feel? Do you not feel like rising were... rising up and avenging your ancestors? No. And if they were working class Scots, would they not just stand the ground? Yeah. Is it not more likely a middle class? No, it was exceptional bullying. Uh, if they were middle class, if they were middle class or nobility or, or whatever, then they would have paid off some fucking knuckle dragging clans for defend them. But we had no money, and I don't think we we're good at fighting. <laughs> so we fucked off. <laughs> so there. 
and it's all been boiled and distilled down into what you see before what, you today, what, or what you hear before you today. Stuart Morrison, Lord of Morrison, Morrison's just not the company. <laughs> Well, on the subjects of winning and losing, uh, we are here today to discuss the, the surprisingly manly subject of... Wait a minute, wouldn't it have been better to go on to the name, uh, the good morning thing, since we've just been on a bit class? Could do. Ah, oh, yeah, well, I thought we were saving that for our next one, but hey, who am I to judge? Go for it. Well, obviously, Holly Willoughby has recently defended humanity against... Pleb. Well... Again, we'll get into this. Normal people everywhere. Normal, Normal people everywhere. Pe- against pe- what's her name, Dan? Because I, I don't follow celebrity culture. So I also don't follow celebrity. Yeah, you watched uh, become a celebrity on uh, Apprentice. Uh, the Apprentice is the only good reality TV show. In Except my... uh, America's Top Model, which I know you're a fan of. I used to be a fan of. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come on to it. Don't get. <laughs> Don't give me that look. Everyone's Phil. looking at Dan <laughs> accusingly, um, like he's squashed a puppy. <laughs> um, it's annoyingly true. He's right. I <laughs> did used to watch America's Next Top Model, uh, and which we'll come on to. Uh, I only remember her name because I remember people's names. You know, it's my thing. Uh, she's called Katie Hopkins, um, and I hate her enough to know enough about her. I know that before she was even on The Apprentice, I know that she was in like one of those 24-hour trial Big Brothers that they do, where they put a bunch of potential contestants in the Big Brother house and see anyone they like. I know that she was in that, and she kept showing her ass, uh, in a, probably in a vain attempt to get on TV. Anyway, she didn't get picked. And then she shows up a year or so later on The Apprentice, was a was a nasty bitch, was very harsh against all Northerners. She made uh, some very sweeping statements about all Northerners, which, as a Northerner, I take umbrage with. And, uh, and yeah, she's just uh, a narrow-minded, uh, middle-class twat. And I, yeah, a very unlikable person. She somehow, despite being very unlikable and being universally hated on that show, somehow has gone on to make something of a media career for herself. And it's like Piers Morgan. Yeah, only at least Piers Morgan has... I don't know, Piers Morgan at least has a class about him, you know. You would you would go on Piers Morgan's chat show, you know. You would, I'd, I'd, I'd go on his show so I could stab him in the fucking eye. That's what I'd do. <laughs> the reason he survived is because he had significant power. Yeah, by being, an influence, yeah. By being the editor of, of the Daily Mirror. The, yeah. yeah. He'd have the he'd second have shot on first largest paper in the fucking country. Yeah. I, I'd go on his show, I'd, I'd go on his... There's a Larry King follow-up, um, but uh, and 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 also, you know, credit to him as well. When that Alex Jones was on his show uh, at the beginning of this I'm year, I'm going to towards the edge of my seat here. Now, go on. Have you not seen that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex Jones, when he was on Piers Morgan's show, that is, you know, for anyone who hates Piers Morgan, that's going to be the first time they've watched the Piers Morgan show and thought, "Wow, what a twat!" and not meant Piers Morgan. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a good moment for Alex Jones. Though. His mental—he seldom has good moments. Alex Jones. I disagree. I disagree. He's mental. He is mental, and I occasionally listen to his show. I don't fucking believe it. I'm not one of his fucking Tea Party followers or anything. But it's amusing, and you do get to come across stories which you can look at yourself that most of the time you won't have access to. But. um on the run-up, he fucking hates Piers Morgan, like any right-minded person. And in his episodes on the run-up, he was, like, preparing his followers, like, his fans, his listeners, his followers, about what he's going to do. And his points, a lot of his points are valid. 
about um, gun control and things like that. No, he... But he went on there and got fucking carried away and looked like a crazy man. No, I completely agree. He actually does have some good points. But let's not forget, David Cameron has done some good things for the government, OK? It doesn't stop him being a bellend. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and if any Tories are listening to this, I stand by that statement. Stop listening. Yes. Yeah, don't wait, listen. wait a minute. You're not welcome. Wait a minute. Oh, here he goes. Go on. Didn't you vote Tory, Stu? No, I That's not middle class. Tory. What a middle class thing to do. I didn't vote Tory. He, vo- he voted... You can the... calm down, Dan. It's <laughs> one of Nick's fucking twisted little... <laughs> well, nuggets it but it's true. Vote it. You voted did you, Lib Dem, which Did is... you vote in the current government? Yes, you did. Did it, either of you two do it? Yes, I no. voted Lib Dem. I oh. voted Labour. If it was true democracy and Lib- the Lib Dems then said, we intend, at this position, with a number of votes we had... We intend to get in, pa- uh, in power by forming an alliance. Uh, do you still uh, acknowledge your vote? I would say no. I'd fucking but still, rip the fucking vote back and hand it Labour. Your kind got in bed with the darkest of enemies. They're not even my kind. I don't they are. generally vote Lib Dem. Sickening. Sickening. Your faces. You're, you're why this country's <laughs> the way it is. Gone to shit. You're gone fun. to shit. Did you vote? Yeah. Could you vote Labour? How could you vote Labour after Worthy in Lancashire? I know, but if you remember, <laughs> take yourself back. You couldn't vote for what had happened, what had gone before. You couldn't. But I couldn't vote for Tories. No, and no. I couldn't vote for Lib Dem, because it's a wasted vote. Now, see, I voted Lib Dem. It wasn't. Uh, at the time, it did seem like they could do something. Wait, did you also vote Lib Dem, yes? Yeah. Right, I voted Lib Dem on the same grounds that I imagine Stu did. Uh, this was the first time I ever voted, so keep in mind I was. And you fucked it up. I did. You're not allowed anymore. No, you're absolutely right, I did fuck it up. Uh, I'd have been 24, so this was the second time in my life I'd have been able to vote. Um, didn't choose to do so the first time because it's not my thing. I don't vote. So I guess that gives me. That doesn't give me the right to complain about the government, but I'm going to anyway. But I did vote this time. I actually genuinely took an interest because for the first time ever, it actually looked like Liberal Democrats had a chance. All the press at the time were going, oh, how great is Nick Clegg? And, well, we all know how that turned out. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I voted and I threw my vote do away. You know what, do you know what you two are like? In, like, the Phantom Menace, you're all these fucking idiots who voted in Palpatine to ultimate power, thinking, oh, it's going to be great. And then a couple of years later, he's the fucking emperor. Killing off everyone who dis- disagrees with him. That's you two voting him in. So, me, well, Phil, you're like Amidala going, mm, I think this is a bit bad. I'm like Jedi, not, not getting involved. Getting involved. Cunts. But they did get involved. They did, yeah, they got significantly involved. <laughs> Eventually <laughs> they did. <laughs> so, uh. Yeah, well, when I need to get involved, I will. I will. So, you didn't vote? I didn't vote, no. But you have before, right? No. No? No, why vote? Uh, I think ultimately it has little impact. Well, the thing is, the thing so is, my, this was my first time voting. Threw the vote away, obviously, and that's it. Yeah, I'm done. I won't be voting again. Wow. Will you be voting again? Democracy yeah. in action, Fox. Yeah. And will that's you, intelligence right there. And will you, regardless of the situation, no matter rain or shine, vote Labour? Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Every time there's an election, you vote Labour. Yeah. That's silly. That is silly. Why it's my political view. I know, but what what if they, it, what? Well, for one, they already changed when they went to New Labour. Oh, yeah, but then I was too fucking young to realise that. Yeah. What, what happens if they resurrected again? Hitler, put him in the, the leader of the Labour Party, and were like, okay, you can vote you can vote for Labour, but you'll be voting for Hitler? Would you do that then? 
probably not in those <laughs> wild circumstances. I, although Hitler, can you be trusted to be good? Will you not go off and do that again? <laughs> All right, Hitler. Oh, we'll, we'll give you another chance. Give me the benefit of the doubt, Hitler. You. Watching Ooh, you, you Hitler. scamp. <laughs> now, to be to be fair, if you're in, if you're insinuating that Stu and I voted Palpatine into power, you did. Uh, well, if that's the case, you voted not knowing that it was a, a greater evil was was to come. Then, to power. Uh, then where is his clone army? Well, it's all the uh, all what's the what's the name of the 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 alliance the the um, coalition plebs who it spawned. Right. There you go. Yeah. And they have it. Well, it is. It is. That's, that's the, the metaphor I can draw of it. You just blindly voted and got. then basically did everyone else up the ass because of it. But there was a, there was a genuine problem in Phantom Menace that needed to be resolved. So. Well, there was, a ge- there was a genuine problem with the country, and that was the fact that Labour had. Yeah, exactly, and that was the point it about the Yeah, you couldn't. I couldn't have voted Labour in those circumstances because it was ridiculous. And I fucking hated Gordon Brown as well. Now, to be fair, Gordon Brown came in at a shit time. Gordon Brown should have stuck to numbers. And I, you know what? Up. I think Gordon Brown did a good job. He just came in to power at a bad time when the other guy... You had can't polish your turd. You can't, exactly. Tony Blair had fucked everything up. And I will always dislike Tony Blair for being all, oh yeah, we'll ban fox hunting and not being strong enough to do it. You know, um, I liked Gordon Brown. He, he, Yeah, but when the damage is already... Fox hunting is the thing that... And grind your gear. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. As an animal lover, absolutely. Uh, what about not, not Iraq yeah. or Afghanistan? <laughs> it's not my war. I, I never voted for it. I, you know, I, I want our soldiers to come home safe and sound. But also, surely that's the bigger mistake, though, of his reign. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. He, he, he signed it with George Bush, who, let's face it, is a colossal anus, and uh, and authorized an illegal war. Okay, I, I, don't get me wrong. Did you know that every political party had to okay it? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. But that's the thing, you know. We we hopped into bed with George yeah, cop, W. Bush and up, uh, cooked up a story and threw the country into the meat grinder. Hopped into bed with George W. Bush and, and went into an illegal war with a country which had no weapons of mass destruction. Every yeah. prime minister would have done that. Though. If you th- think about it, America wants to do something. As a very interested partner to the US, we're going to do it. Regardless. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make it right. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make it right. And then a different person may not have fucking bald faced lied to everyone in the country by going, There are weapons of mass destruction there. We go, There's no weapons of mass destruction there. There's a cunt there who we want to oust so we can install a political power of our own and steal their oil. If they wanted to be blatantly truthful about it, he could have been. Instead, he lied. Mm -hmm. So he's a douche. Mm -hmm. But I, I agree. But he couldn't rightly have said that, because in the context, that would have been illegal. Now, we've uh, we've not come here to discuss the Iraq war. Phil was asking me a moment ago, have I ever seen, and then he got talked over. What are you going to... No, it's political, or PMQs. I want to, I want to know, what... PMQs? Mm. I've, never, I've never even heard of them, was yeah, Prime Minister's questions. Prime questions. Every Wednesday, I think it is. Mm. No, I've never heard of Basically, this is a parliament congregate every week. Everyone is there. And Ed Miliband absolutely oh, is this, slaps the shit out of David Cameron. On TV. But is, it, in the debate. is it is this the thing where I always see it on the news of David Cameron just shouting for the fun of it? He's always shouting. 
They all look, yeah. everybody shouts. Yeah, but... He yeah. has to, because yeah. by the time Cameron gets to talk, everyone's jeering. Yeah, but you see Barack Obama, you know, on his podium, you know, delivering a speech and, you know, with power and grace and coolness, and you think, but Obama's cool. David Cameron ain't cool. If no, he's not. If he has to shout no, to be cool. heard. No, wait a minute, though. Like, this is why British uh, politics is much better than American, because you can actually see... You're the political parties debating things where that doesn't exist. Yeah, but in America, they're going to have Barack Obama for eight years collectively. They were stuck with W for eight years. I say they were stuck. It's their, it's, it's their, it's their fuck-up. They voted him. Point is, you get maximum eight years. This country, you get Maggie Thatcher for 15 years. So on that basis, I don't think you can say our politics is better. Well, I can, because Obama never gets um, opposed like on TV. Any time. He doesn't have to defend any of his actions. That's the idea of Prime Minister's questions. If the government does a U-turn or does some shit or someone's fucked a prostitute and they're dead and he's the MP for Cambridge and he's married with kids, they'll fucking jump on it and everybody has to defend. Everyone has to be accountable. There's no accountability in American politics. Yeah, but there's also a flip side to that. The fact is that they're going to argue about piddly little shit. Some guys killed a prostitute. The grand scheme of thing, that's nothing. The war is something. Yeah. The fact, the fact that they're trying, you know, the spin doctor everything and, and try and just get at each other for fucking. It's like the parties are like, like it's like their ex-wives and ex-husbands. They just fucking snipe at each other yet get fuck all done. Whereas I can see, like, I agree with Dan, I reckon if Barack Obama wanted something to be done, he could get it. Whereas David Cameron fundamentally doesn't have much power. See, because Annoy- annoyingly, I have to agree with Stu there. Barack dis- Obama despite- doesn't, though, because he has to take it to the, the Senate. Yeah, and there's too, and annoyingly, there's too many people who go against his opinions. Yeah. Yeah, just because that's it's annoyingly, the- that's the nature of what it is. And yeah, he has yeah, some yeah, fucking right. shocking opinions. Okay, so a bunch of innocent school kids get shot up right before Christmas. He wants a massive, tight gun laws brought in and, and everyone's opposed. No, you can't take away our guns. Right, so that's not annoying. Oh, we can go back to conspiracy theory episode with that. Oh dear, you really? There's a you can't. You're, from your yeah, point of view, I don't think it's unreasonable what your point of view is about gun control. But you have to accept that that's a different country with different values. And there's while everybody in New York, for example, is like cosmopolitan, there's entire fucking states that rely on fucking guns and stuff. You have a house in Montana with a ranch and a load of territory. And you got fucking mountain lions and shit knocking about. You need a fucking gun. You need a rifle. You don't necessarily need well, a military yeah, grade an M16 machine gun. Yeah. No, I agree. Or I, I don't think there's much case for assault rifles. But you got to see as well if they allow that to be taken and that to be taken. What's next? And that's so they'll rather have total freedom rather than give up one little thing and then. You know, now it's assault rifles, but then it'll be something else in a couple of years' time, and it'll have a. There's no reason for any member of the public to own any form of gun with the prefix assault. I agree. Case problem solved. Yeah, it should just be more. They should have the (laughs) freedom to to buy guns, but I think there should be restrictions and there should be checks. Whereas in some states, 
You can go and buy whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. It was on Bowling for Columbine where if you opened a bank account, you yeah, got a yeah, free yeah. rifle. <laughs> and uh, when I went to Florida, I didn't notice any in LA, but when I went to Florida, collectively, including the ones in Walmart, I must have seen six gun shops. You know, just the fact that you can go into Walmart, the American equivalent of Asda, and buy a gun is. But that's also how normal and everyday it is. So, and that's why we, our view, our view is valid. Look, Alex but you Jones. Can't under, you, it's a different world. Look, your buddy Alex Jones made some very good points. Okay, uh, you know, you know, England is a stab happy country. Okay, um, you know. We like to shiv our victims. <laughs> we do. We like to get close, <laughs> so they can smell the fucking pasty meat and potato breath <laughs> as they expire, as they get a rusty. X spoon that's been filed down, <laughs> jammed into the ribs. What a glorious country we live in. That's true. Well, anyway, I, I, I don't even remember. Should we uh, backtrack to uh, Holly Willoughby? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, basically, half an hour ago, I told you all who Katie Hopkins was. Now, I don't know the story as well as the rest of you, I think, so please inform. She basically is saying that she forbids... Not only does she sort of like not want to have anything to do with people who have, let's say, silly names, uh, she will forbid her children from interacting or even going to schools where, where she's like, you know, where, where they can interact with the twins, Dolce and Cabana or yeah. fucking Brooklyn and Wayne Rooney Jr. and stuff like that. She thinks that. If you've got a name like that, you come from a poor family, and by default, you're a bad influence and you're stupid. Basically saying, the lower classes have less intelligence, will name their kids after less intelligent people, and in turn, she doesn't want her kids to be influenced by her. She used the example for, I think it was Tyler Mm. and Charmaine or Chantel or something like that. And she went, Tyler does not do his homework. And I don't want my kids around that. No, Tyler starts Fight Club. <laughs> she says she doesn't like na- uh, you know, kids named after places. Yet a fucking own child's called India. Ridiculous. And obviously Hollywood would be kind of took umbrage. In fact, everyone took umbrage with it. Well, it went personal for her, though. Because she said something like, um, Belle oh, is yeah. a stupid name. And Hollywood's and then, daughter's called Belle, yes. Yeah, and... Ollie Willoughby's face fucking doctor and my daughter's called Belle. What do you think about that? And then, uh, like, shit. The thing is, I felt slightly sorry for that uh, woman off The Apprentice. No. Why? She's a twat. Wait, you see, because... she comes out with a blanket statement yeah. say, yeah. saying if, if, you're, uh, if your kid's named after a place name, you're a twat. Rewind to This Is The Show. This is a segment they're doing with two guests, both with opposing views, about something that they're opening the phone lines to. So, I'm of the opinion, I'm not saying that she's not a dick, I'm of the opinion, they're like, right, really fight your cause, we want loads of people to call in, that's the whole point of it, they get money. So have opposing views, she started it off with a fucking extreme view, and as it was starting to descend into, I'm looking bad here, she just didn't recognise and stuck with it. But I think a lot of the blame has to go with the producers of the show. 
I half agree with you. The fact is, she'd have known well ahead in advance what she was going to be discussing. Uh, you know, she went there with a full arsenal, and she, you know, de- deserved to get her ass kicked for it. I posted this as a comment on Sarah's Facebook because she put it up and said, "Like, what a dick she is." Said the biggest crying shame is that this is on TV in the first place. Middle class fucking dickhead who, who is so stupid she'll put a, an argument forward. When she's already broken their own point by naming a child India, and then go on, I don't like geographic names for children. What, and what? you get people to vote on it and ring up fucking sheeple who go, I don't like a grieved diver ring. Now, I only saw. I, that's, that was on fucking Britain main TV station, mm. British TV, in the middle of the day for what, 10 minutes? Now, I only saw. Do something worthwhile with the, the scheduling. Hey, you got viewers. I only saw half the video in the first place, thanks to YouTube, and the video was titled, uh, Holly Willoughby Loses Her Cool, and to be honest, she didn't lose her cool, she kept her cool really well. Um, but why is, again, I've seen half the video, what's the justification for her kid being called India? She didn't give She one. didn't have the, she just said, it's a, the equivalent, when it's they a lovely name. it out, she went, oh, India's a lovely name though, or something like that. And there are other kids called Poppy, after she said she don't like kids that are named after objects or something. Like Apple. Yeah. You can't name a kid Apple, but you can name it after a flower. Mm. Not a fruit, though. A flower Both that produces fucking heroin. Opium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Geldofs have terrible names. David Bowie's son was called Zowie Bowie. It's pretty bad. Long. Um, I, my, Do you know who he is now? Uh, in form. I think it's David Jones or something like that. He's the guy who directed Moon. Oh, yes, I did know that, which is, of course, a terrific film, yes. So, with a shit name, you can still achieve. And a massively rich dad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what, though? On that note, uh, I don't think I've known anyone personally with a tragic name, unless... <laughs> Unless they've got a comedian. Yeah, look at me and start laughing. <laughs> I, I don't think I've known anyone personally with a tragic name, but a, a, te- a teacher of mine at college went to school with a boy called David David. Now that's just cruel. If your surname's David, don't call him David. Yeah, but you can be called David Squared. That's pretty good. Like yeah, but then, you'd be, yeah, but then you, if you're not a cool kid, you'd be known to all the bullies as Square David. I don't hang out with him, he's Square. David. Well, is this fucking 1950s time period? That's not much of an insult anymore. Point <laughs> so, arguments by Robin Rumbles. So, in, in that in that case, Big Stu, what would you like to know? If you could have a, your say in the matter, if providing your future fiancé wife goes along with your suggestions, what would you like to call your children? Fucking hell. Um... Dead ass, you. Come on. I can see you being. I'll have th- I want it. This may happen, so I don't want to rush into it. Someone else answer first. <sighs> Dan, you must have thought this through. You, you're quite down with the whole. See, th- this, is a, this I, is. I bet you've got your whole wedding planned as well. He's got a folder at home, <laughs> a nice big fold. folder with tapes from magazines, all the wedding magazines. I've, I've got, I've, I have got, to be honest, I'm not going to lie to you, I have got ideas of how I want my wedding to go down, yeah, which I'm not going to share on the podcast. Uh, because have you picked out your suits, him and him, matching suits? I've, I've, no, I've not, but after the suit I wore at my sister's wedding, I think it's going to be somewhere on the grey scale. A... Have you got, like, a serial killer's um, hidden room where there's pictures of, like, wedding scenes with your face and everything <laughs> like that? Perhaps. 
just on the brides though? Um, to be honest, I, I Nick is annoyingly right. I have thought about my wedding. I have <laughs> I have thought about my kids' names, and I and I would annoy Katie Hopkins because I do believe in giving, you know, providing they're not going to get bullied for them. I'm I'm a fan of creative names, you know. So what would you name your kids? Um. I think about it earlier today, you know, I can't think... I thought of one which I might like, and I can't bring to mind what it was. I, I like Piper for a girl. Um, I think that's quite cool. Piper Winward. And, uh... And, uh... Yeah, I, again, I'll have to think about it. It's weird when you put on the spot, I'll have to think about it. Phil? Rafiki. Rafiki? Uh, the, uh... The, the Mandrill from The Lion King. Is this when you marry your, your, your African tribal <laughs> princess? No. Just general. <laughs> Rafiki. <laughs> So they'd be Rafiki Belch. Yeah. Rafiki Belch. Oh, Lucy. Um, Crom. Crom. I think I'd go with place names, but old places. So Constantinople. Constantinople, Morris. <laughs> Tenoch Titlan. Is there a middle name involved in this? Would it, would it be Constantinople Alan Morrison? Hadrada, after my favourite um, Viking king. Constantinople Hadrada Morrison. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you realise you can't constantly middle class sod. Constantly, <laughs> it does sound a little bit middle class, doesn't it? Yeah, but also, Nick's just said it right there. If you call him Constantinople, his his nickname in high school is going to be Constantinople. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of uh, of middle classness, not not it used to, but um, today some right middle class cunts have been on the TV, uh, clapping and hollering over Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Yeah. Now, so I, I just want to go on record and say, don't like tennis. Uh, you've got to be privileged to ever get anywhere in it and to be a fan of it at their level where you're going down to see it, you've got to, I think you've got to have quite a bit of money. Where you're prepared yeah. to pay a tenner yeah. for a punnet of strawberries. I mean, the other day when, me, well, when I came in and st- I caught Stu watching it, like... Like you do occasionally when you walk in and he's watching porn or something crazy. That was the kind of reaction I. That was his fucking reaction as well. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> I'd rather I'd, I would have been less horrified if I had caught you watching gay porn. I'd have been like, <laughs> all right. This makes Instead, more sense than <laughs> yeah. if it could have been tennis. Well, um, at least it's not tennis. But we were we were looking at the crowd, thinking, is there anyone in this crowd who, if it came down to, we couldn't defeat in a physical battle of. physical conflict and like there's like no 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 I could probably snap half of them in half how working class is it that you have a barometer of who could I twat in yeah that is kind of working class (laughs) to be fair Gerard Butler was in the crowd today you you couldn't take him how do you know he might be a complete wuss have you not seen the amount of films he's been in where it's a rom-com Dan yeah, but he's a Scotsman. How many you times does he die in films all the fucking time? Yeah, but he's an angry Scotsman. You know, he's, uh, you know, he's, is he he's angry in real life. He's probably less angry in real life, to be honest. With you. He's probably very content in life. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I'd be quite content if I was Gerard Butler. Sleeping on his bag of money every night <laughs> with his supermodels. Yeah. <laughs> that... Did you sleep at night on a pile of money with many beautiful women? And Murray. He looks like he is a total middle class. As well. well, what I don't like about it is we're all fucking, you know, like, oh, this is amazing, this is amazing. It's fucking Scottish. He doesn't like England. Now, yeah. I would like to. Oh, no, he's, actually, ba- you... he's backtracked, he's British now. No, tell you what, you make your point, 
And then I'm going to argue my point, and I would just like to stress at this point, I might as well point this out to the audience, Nick doesn't care about tennis, I also don't really care, but really wanted Murray to win. Phil really, really wanted Murray to lose. So I don't know where you stand on this, too. Um I was ultimately indifferent. I'd argue that I'd want him to lose, because I'm not going to hear the fucking end of tennis, and him is going to be everywhere until football comes back on in August. And then everyone will conveniently forget about Wimbledon. Because a proper fucking sport comes back. I mean, the majority of the people in the country will have their pitiful little distraction game back on the TV. So they can... Well, what's this? This is a pitiful little distraction. At least football lasts fucking ages. Now, see... (laughs) You know, me and Nick are going to argue about that later. Because I'm I'm glad to say half this room doesn't like football. Um, but Nick, first you make your point. Do you think he, yeah. you think he's anti-English? Well, he, he has said anti-English things. I, th- I think, and again, I will defend him, but I will let you finish first. I think those anti-English things were taken out of context. Well, continue. Such well, such as how he didn't want was it England to go to the World Cup? That's kind of fucking anti-England. See, the thing is, though, I bet he reins it in because he he knows if he used to go out and say, you know what, I'm Scottish, I fucking hate England. Um, He'd have a backlash. He's, he's not dumb enough to say that, but I reckon that's what he thinks. I will be the first person to say that uh, when he's spoken to, when he's interviewed, Andy Murray comes across as a very dull, boring individual. Um, so I don't think his sense of humour comes across that well, but he was getting a lot of jeers by predominantly English fans, uh, getting a lot of abuse off English people. You say abuse when it's a tennis match, when, when the crowd are actually told to hush... <laughs> Yeah, but right, got... jeering in a middle-class game, that, that's uh, that, that's like going to like a, a de- if, if you go into prison, you go to like a, a cushy sort of like day prison for celebrities, and then you come to like a real sport like football. The prison equivalent to that would be like San Quentin, where <laughs> you you will get either indoctrinated into a gang instantly, or you'll just get killed. <laughs> Fuck jeering he doesn't like England he isn't fucking English so I don't know why the English people have gone fucking batshit mental for him if it came down to an English person versus him in the final I can imagine where the loyalty would lie it's just because we're so fucking useless at the sport we can't get an actual English a genuine thoroughbred English person to the fucking final that I think, to do it, you know, it's ridiculous. I think in a year or two's time, it might take more than a year or two, she's only 19, I think we will see Laura Robson in the... I don't even know who that is. If she came here in front of the, in front of me now and said, do you know who I am, I would know, I'd go, get yes. the fuck out of here, you crazy England, England's <laughs> premier cunny tennis player. That's Jewish politely saying she's a rather attractive lady. I bet she's shit. She was good, she was very good, uh, but nerves got to her when she was finally knocked out. So, uh, you know. So she's shit. She's not shit, okay, you know. She's uh, only 19, but that is a very, very English trait in sport. Bottling it. Bottling oh, no, it. Yeah, totally. Totally. You know, um, but, right, th- this is the thing, okay, he was getting jeered by some English fans. 
when asked afterwards the unrelated, untennis-related question, who do you want to win in the World Cup, he said, now, it's allegedly a joke, that is open to interpretation, he allegedly said, anyone except England. And, <laughs> and, oh, Andy. And that he joked that he would wear a Paraguay shirt, uh, I think it was England versus Paraguay, that he would be wearing a Paraguay shirt during the match. Okay, now, I believe that was a joke that was taken out of context, and England has never forgiven him for it, it's ridiculous, get over it! He's not English, mate. I know he's not. I'm saying that English. I've, I've got. He's like, oh, Andy Murray. He he said a he said a potentially harsh Look, thing about. My argument is, I could, if he doesn't like England, that's fucking fair enough. Right, but this is that's the thing. fair enough. I, the thing is, all the England people are getting on him because he is the basically the best of what we have, even though he's not fucking English. Right? Did you? It's, it's crazy. Did you like the Olympics? Um. Yeah, I, mean, I, I right. I you know, I'll tell you what. Olympics. I spent a load of time in the build to the Olympics, going, "Oh man, the Olympics hasn't even started yet, and I'm fucking sick of it. I can't wait for the Olympics to be over." Olympics started, and I loved it right from the opening ceremony. Loved it. I was coming home from work, and the first thing I was doing was putting the TV on and uh, choosing my options on the red button, what to watch at the Olympics. Really, really took a shine to it. Probably out of bias because it was in London. But really enjoyed it. The fact is, we entered that competition, as we do every four years, as Great Britain. You know, Formula One drivers, Scottish, English, whatever, enter as Great Britain, you know. So, which makes me wonder why we have an England football team. Why isn't that Great Britain? But the point is, uh, you know, that is tennis. If it, regardless of Scottish, Welsh, English, whatever, you are entering for Great Britain. If Scotland does get the independence, independence, and when hopefully we dynamite the fucking borders, which just floats <laughs> off to the Antarctic. I'm guessing you don't like the Scottish. I couldn't give a fuck about the Scottish. Edinburgh is one of the nicest places I've ever... If I could live in one or two places in England, it'd either be Manchester or Edinburgh. I have no issue with the Scots at all. It's just... I think it's kind of an old age thinking of it being Great Britain and England and stuff. In the perfect world, we'd all just be earthlings, we'd all be humans, and it wouldn't make a difference where you're from. However, because we're stupid and tribal and, and like, fucking cavemen, it does matter. If they get the independence, are they going to get struck from... Are they going to have their own Scottish team at the Olympics? See, I wondered the same thing. I also wondered if that means uh, we just get... Because we'll be shit. Well, I also wonder <laughs> if it means... We'll win we... a couple things here and there, but that'd be it. I also imagine we'd have to get rid of the Union Jack, because it won't mean, any, mean anything anymore. So I'll I'd take yeah. out the Scottish bit. But I'm going uh, to go out on a limb here and make a, a, a radical presumption, but they're not going to get the independence. See, I reckon there's enough Scottish people who want to remain part of Britain. Scotland would fucking die... It was separated. We we, it's a major thing, but like your life in England wouldn't change. We'd have a bit of a dent to the economy, but we'd also be saving in other areas. Scotland would be massively affected if they were separated from it. Think of like the industrial powerhouse that like London, oh, an economic powerhouse like of all the cities in England, as well as Cardiff and things like that, to be separated and not get that back in. It'd be very costly for them. Now, this is the thing. You've gone on a massive uh, England versus Scotland tirade there, but it's Phil who truly hates Andy Murray. So what are your thoughts on all this? So were you disappointed to see him win today? Uh, yeah. Why do you hate him? <laughs> there you have it. I just, it. It was the whole anti-English thing. The whole... It's gotten a bit better in recent times. That I is fucking grown up and matured a little. But He's it still was, a whiny It bitch. was constantly... 
wearing it. It was like, so you've just won the a really hard fought game. Yeah, it's alright, isn't it? Yeah, that's my main issue with it. It's like, I, you fucking smile. Your face no won't personality. Yeah. is I, I, And the biggest thing is because I don't like him, and it's the same with any British uh, tennis player when they're in a match at Wimbledon. No matter what, how they get a point, the crowd goes absolutely batshit crazy for far too long. And the opponent can do an absolute miracle shot. And it's like, that'll never happen again. Agreed. Yeah, you completely agreed. That's but... it. Like, no, I mean, uh, Andy Moore is one of his last games, so I think it was a semi-final. Um, the guy double faulted on the serve. And the crowd went fucking apeshit over it. It's like, Andy Moore's not done anything. The guy double faulted. And he's got a point out of it. It's because we're that desperate for someone from here. What is it? Seventy-six years or something. Yeah, Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Yeah. Before you, before you make your point, that still to me though, Phil, sounds like you have a problem more so with the fans than Andy Murray. It's it highlights and magnifies it because I don't like Andy Murray. What were you going to say, Jim? That was it. No. <laughs> um, Fascinating. But I I stand by what I say. I do think there is a personality in there. It's just very hard to find I think you have to dig deep for it but I think there is a personality in there I was really glad he won today he made a good speech which again if if you read between the lines I thought it had some humour in it uh, but yeah I agree no he's a he's a very dull individual he's a very dull individual who knows maybe he was uh, horrifically mentally scared after Don Blaine which obviously he was there when that all happened you know we, we don't know but I, I am glad he won women's tennis is acceptable Women's tennis, women's tennis is great. And it's better. It's the only example of a women's version of a sport that A, is laughable when they're playing it like women's football. What? No, no, no. Time out. Time out. Okay, number one. Uh, Jesus Christ. I, I normally couldn't give a fuck about football, okay, but, uh, but I will be taking an interest in the uh, European Women's Football Cup. Which you are mental. You I, and eight other people. I, who do you like the look of? I'll, I'll, that's what I'm there for. I'm just going to have a perv. I don't know any of the players. I'm they're not, not good. Now, the thing, now, then, then, okay, why did they perform as equally good as the men's team in the Olympics? What do you mean? Well, we had a men's Great Britain team and a women's Great Britain team, and they both went out in the same round. So, therefore, the women's footballers were as good as the men's. But I'm on about standard of football, not where you finish in position is. They were, they were playing well, football. Alright then, by that logic, whoever won it in women's football, take on whoever won it in men's football and see what no, fucking happens see, then. Again, wouldn't be fair because men are a different class altogether of strength. Then you can't compare someone who came 15th in the rankings. Then you, No, you can't women. say that women's sport in comparison is laughable because they operate on a completely different strength and uh, speed. Have you seen women's football? Yeah. And they're, yeah, quite, and, they're, yeah. and they're quite vicious. Women's uh, goalkeepers. Have you got an opinion on that? No, I haven't. Right. Cause, well, and, and you know what? And you you know why, teach Stu? some fucking women's football and take notice of the goalkeepers. And you know why, and have Stu? some better laughs. You know, Enjoy it. You know, you, know why I, you know why I couldn't name any goalkeepers? Or, or... I'm not asking you to name them. Good, great. You know why I, I couldn't provide you any further information? <laughs> because football sucks. Stu, am I right in thinking that a lot of women goalkeepers sort of shy away from the ball being blasted at them. They, they, they can't <laughs> jump. They flap at everything. Like, there's no hand-eye coordination with them. Fucking hell. And they're all the lesbians. They're the fat ones. 
These are fucks. Big now. Big spotty faces, goalkeepers in just, English football. Just want to make it clear that is not indicative words of crumbs. The views of one. Views. <laughs> I would like to make a sweeping statement about the men footballers and again please anyone feel free to jump in and tell me if I'm out of order or correct I know you're going to agree with me Nick yeah. the men's footballers number one a lot of them the English ones fucking ugly bastards I know looks aren't everything <laughs> but they are fucking ugly bastards uh, no they, comment on their appearances <laughs> no. they cheat they, they, they all should be grateful for the uh, loving wives they have but they go and fucking cheat on them and the wives desperate for their cash don't leave them so fuck the wives as well, um, and and they fucking suck, man. Are we are we not yeah. a good England team? The bitches. Everyone in, Eng- in everyone in English football are bitches. Whilst your statements were sweeping, made the most the truth. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, and yeah, it's a pretty poor England team at the moment. Got some good individual players, right. but again, we're a nation of bottlers. And it's no different in men's. And, and that's why England will always lose in penalties. They're all whiners. They're all none of them have. None of them have the, the the spirit of like the fucking tiny down and out down and out Brazilian kid kicking about a can who fucking wants it so hard. Fucking English people, English footballers are so fucking entitled. Earn a ridiculous the, 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 amount of money. Earn a stupid amount of money and fucking just mourn. The bitches. They're just fucking bitches. I, I largely agree. I think that is one of our major problems. It's the money. Money's killed it in England. Absolutely. And, like, mm. you can't compare. Especially when we've got a shit economy as well. That money could do so much to the economy. By and large, I think the problem with in- in- English football, in terms of the national team, is that by the time you've been highlighted, if you're going to be a professional footballer, you pretty much know it at 12. You'll, you'll have been scouted, you'll already be on the books of a team, and uh, you may still fail, but you're, you're in that world already. And I think... By the time they hit 16 and 17 and 18, the formative years, they're already like pretty rich. They'll be on a good wage. They'll be known. They'll go out in whichever town or city they're from. They'll have women flocking all over them before they're even made a dent. That should come after you've made it, not before. And that's why. That's one of the main issues. I think they're no longer 100% into being a footballer and to excelling they've already been corrupted so they never reach the heights by and large no you haven't they're just cunts <laughs> yeah I uh, yeah. and the name and that bitch of, of Katie Hopkins is it yes she can add my list of people who I think are cunts so Katie Hopkins Fran a few other <laughs> random miscellaneous people <laughs> cunts sorry who have cunts England football team cunts. yeah right. yeah yeah, a lot, team. Of them a lot of them. The great majority of them are sad but true. Um, yeah, the biggest one of all is Wayne Rooney. Yep, Wayne Rooney's a cunt. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole's a cunt. John Ashley Cole is actually a good footballer, very, 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 very good one. Um, but he's a cunt, unsufferable <laughs> cunt. John Terry. John Terry's an awful, horrendous human being. Is <laughs> <laughs> is arch cunt. When. Uh, <laughs> What, one thing I like when when the whole thing came out about John Terry cheating on uh, well having an affair have, cheating on his wife and having an affair with Wayne um, Wayne Bridge is that the name yeah yeah having an affair with Wayne Bridges Mrs. Um, 
one of the best things that came out of that for me, I thought, was, uh, and there's a video of it on YouTube somewhere, I don't know what you'd have to type in, but there was a video of some fan asking for an autograph of John Terry, and uh, and he just, and John goes, who's it for? And he goes, it's Wayne, and he goes, okay, and he goes, can you sign it? I'm sorry. And, and uh, Terry goes, are you having a laugh? And he goes, no, please sign it, I'm sorry. So, so he just signs it to Wayne, I'm sorry, and then just slammed the autograph on the floor and walked off. He's, he's a bellend. I'm amazed he did it. Well, that's probably because he's fucking stupid. Yeah, and he's got loads of cameras in front of him, so... Yeah. He's <laughs> an is a awful human being, that guy. I can't stand him. Oh. I love football. Um, I think it's brilliant. Um, I want England to win something, but some of those characters are so insufferable mm. that I almost, almost don't want them ever to succeed mm. until we've got some actual... I mean, we're... Glenn Johnson, a bit biased, is doing. He's a good guy. Um, he's yeah. smart as well. He's fluent in Spanish, which is unusual for fucking English people. Um, and he's doing a degree in maths, mm. of all things, which you wouldn't associate with fucking footballers. So they do <laughs> exist. We've got some fucking good. Because of course, uh, they're brought down. Because of course, most footballers have to take their shoes off to count to 20. Wall. At least Phil got the joke. Oh, um, oh I got the joke. <laughs> it was um, a joke. Just thought I'd let it hang there slightly longer. The uh, thing is, uh, Theo Walcott, he's alright, what I'm, I'm aware of. But why, apart from the cheating thing, why, why do you really hate John Terry? Uh, but the, do you not remember the racist thing as well? Oh, yes, <laughs> right. You know, how can I forget the that? The other scandal he was involved in. <laughs> I can't believe I even forgot that. Yes, there you go. He's a deplorable, horrible human being. Um, and should be sacked from the earth, but uh, you know you you uh, just you can't have it like that. This is what's annoying as well. And, and see, another thing I like about football: this country, it's the biggest sport. There's countless fucking hours devoted to it in papers, TV, and whatnot. It has lots of things to talk about, and whether you think it's valid or not, the racism things. There's the Luis Suarez one as well. Mm. A big thing about being a football fan is that, unfortunately, you, you do get bias a lot of the time. But I, I don't want to be accused of bias here. Fucking Suarez is a cheating cunt in every single way. But how that man got a bigger ban for John a Terry, racist yeah. thing than John Terry did... Who was caught on camera saying it. ...is English speaking, uh, being racist to an Englishman on camera where you can lip-read him doing yeah. it. As opposed to... A, a Spanish-speaking person speaking to a, a French person in the thing where you may have a cultural thing and uh, I know somebody speaks Spanish and they do, whether you like it or not, they do uh, have a, an affectionate term with a certain degree to for people with dark hair or dark skin. It may be ridiculous. He is in this country, so he should be, abide by the customs of this country. I fully accept that. But you've got the doubt and you've also got no evidence Camera, microphone, otherwise it's one man against another man's terms, even though he fucking balls it up in his trial. But he gets double the amount of ban than uh, John Terry does. Yeah. And that also bearing in mind that John Terry is England's captain, or he was at the time. Mm. Like, was the... Why not make an example of it? And, uh, also really bad, that obviously the whole... The, the whole trial uh, with him uh, led to Fabio Capello quitting as England coach, mm -hmm. so he quit defending a racist. Ridiculous. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I may as well 
further labour the point. I know Nick will agree with me because Nick also doesn't like football. I enjoy football as a game. I dislike it as a business, a professional sport, and I, by and large, hate people who take it way too seriously. Well, this is this is my which point. Which is the majority. Well, of this fans. is this is my point. If you're an Englishman who doesn't care about football. Good luck, because all you hear is football, the sport, the newspapers, everything. Football, football, football. If you're not a football fan, yeah, good luck with that. You know? Why aren't you a football fan? Um, I've just never liked it. I didn't like it in primary school and we were forced to play it. Um, but in mid-primary school, me and a mate, a former mate, you, uh, went to a, a Saturday football club as well. My mum thought it would get me into football. My mum was a big Man United fan. Uh, went to a football club, hated it. The one time I scored a goal, uh, the coach who was in net said it didn't count because he wasn't looking. So, so <laughs> you know, so so fuck him. You Dark know. access to Dan's childhood. <laughs> and there. then, uh, and then in secondary school in PE, in year eight with a trampoline. In, um, what? Just does it like every week? No, trampoline. I mean, no, I mean it was the one year in the entire. Five years ago, it was the one year we even did trampoline, which must have lasted one half term. Um, occasionally, on very rare occasions, we play cricket or softball or even rugby. Uh, but the rest of the time, it was football. And if you don't, oh man! I loved football at that time in my life. I was never any good at it, but I enjoyed oh, it as a game. But I could, I can trace my disliking for it from there because people just take it way too seriously. Even then, even playing it uh, on like just mates kicking about. Um, and I'm massively competitive but in a game again I don't like sports where it's a team because you can fucking slack off and, and get away with it well, see, on, on a, but at a professional level if you slack off you won't get away with it yeah but that's another because reason I don't like it dropped. another reason I don't like it right there is the political level of it the whole team mentality uh, in secondary school when people are picking their teams <laughs> you know you and uh and I was fortunate, I was never one of the back markers, I was always one of the midfield ones we picked, but even then I was typecast, I would either be in defence, because I was a shit tackler, I was a, a Paul Scholes tackler, I couldn't tackle without injuring people, or I was stuck in net, you know, and uh, just, yeah, it was rubbish. Didn't See, I was, in, I was always in defence because I enjoyed getting rough with people, and just Pushing them I, the I, I couldn't. Like I I tried. I tried to be a fair sportsman. I couldn't tackle. I couldn't tackle people without without causing them injury, and it got me a few threats a couple of times. And just yeah, I'm just, I'm just not into football. Were you cursed? Like you, you touch someone with your boot and they die. <laughs> I just, uh, Sounds like it. I just floored a few people. I, I once took a football to the. I can't imagine Dan flooring uh, anyone. Yeah. Of I, all the positions to put Dan in defence. Yeah. I also uh, I also once took a football at a high speed to the face as well, and uh, and it literally it was it in January and was the ball wet? Because that fucking that is miserable. It, I, yeah. it was it was a it was a grey rainy day. I can tell you that much, and it was on the all weather pitch as well. So my landing was just on you know stones. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, a cultural thing. If you're really young now. Um, you'll go play football at school with the modern balls, but when I was there, it was the old mitre balls. Mm. And I, I have memories of them having extremely pumped up ones, and like you do, someone like just throws you the ball, you try and control it, and it fucking hurts your foot because it goes through your shitted boot because I'm poor. And I thought, <laughs> this is not going to be enjoyable. <laughs> like you just welly one and it nearly breaks all your toes. What about you, Phil? Football in secondary? 
uh, didn't particularly like it because I was one of the more unpopular people at school. I'm Did you have sets in PE? Uh, no. Well, well, we we had the only thing you had uh, English, maths, and science, which you were your own set in, but everything else. You were in the same set for, so you could be in set one geography. It would put you in set one PE as well, yeah. So we we had like it was non-formal sets, basically. Uh, it no, was I'd... based off t- football, and if you weren't in the football team or around the edges of it, you were kind of separate and you'd do other things. Mm. So you still got to play football, but with all like all the kids that smell. <laughs> No, yeah, we had like well, set one was the better people. Set two, somehow I ended up in well, not somehow I was in the basketball team for a while. See, I liked basketball again, so barely in, played. I, I was put in set two. I loved basketball. I was good at it too. I've got the hands, but you just uh, yeah, we never played it. It was rubbish. I'm shit at basketball. I can never. You got the heights. I know, but I couldn't do it. I've not got much coordination. You know that I'm clumsy. It, was it, it goes this, into everything. Oh, was it was it a secondary school where your nickname was Bundle? Yeah. And the college was Kramer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about Stu's coordination, um, he's recently played um, Heavy Rain, and I've pretty much been sat where Phil's sat and watched him because it is effectively not really a game; it's like a film. Mm. Really good, very good game. I really enjoyed it, even though. I only played bits of it. And when I mean bits of it, because Stu is so fucking cack-handed, there's points where you have to, like, push in the button slowly and then add on, like, you know, you'll push square, then triangle, then L1 and R1 and stuff like that. And you have to have a degree of... Finesse. Of finesse. One, the, the first instance was um, Stu, as, as an FBI guy, going up to this crime scene, trying to climb up a fucking hill... And he must have done it like 20 times. It's, it's a muddy hill. A muddy hill and he, and he kept down. slipping down it and going through the same fucking animation of him going oh, oh, as he nearly falls back again. First it was hilarious watching Stu fail. <laughs> then it was like, now just do it now. Just do it now, Stu. Just fucking do it, Stu. Then it's like, give me the fucking pad. And I'd, and there's probably about five or six instances during the game where I had to do it, wasn't there? Because yeah. you... You just couldn't do it. There's a moment with a drill. Yeah, there's a moment with a fucking drill where you try, you're basically a woman and you've been like captured and you're trying to escape and you have to like maneuver like a a drill that's on uh, near your hands so you can cut off the ropes. Stu just buckled under the pressure there. Uh, He buckled under pressure quite a few. You got one character killed. Yep. Um, so, so, so far, so far, Stu represents the typical English sportsman. Then he, he fucking try it. for effort, but execution. Yeah, what was it? You, you got one person. You got you got yourself killed in one. You got one character killed. There's four characters you play, and if you fuck up in parts, you'll die. Got one character killed. Failed to save another character. Um, basically, at one point, the the um, private investigator character gets a uh, an ex hooker. Um, partner, uh, and you you get done over by this gangster, and you get put in a car, and then rolled into the river, and you got to, basically you wake up and you've got to fucking cut the bonds on your on your on your on yourself, and then kick in the uh, the glass and then get out. Stu at no point makes any attempt to try and revive her who's in the seat next to you, sort of unconscious. <laughs> 
He just gets himself free, <laughs> qu- kicks out the window, and then just swims to safety. <laughs> if you're going to talk buckling under pressure, though, uh, on Modern Warfare 3, you can play the special ops mode, mm. uh, two-player special ops mode, and there was just one special ops level. Me and Nick tried to go through them all together. And up Did we do them all? There was a, we... We managed to get five. We managed to get three stars on all the, um, you know, the mode where you've got constant enemies. Oh yeah, the survival. Survival mode. Yeah. We aged that, but we didn't do the last few missions. And even if we probably would have got around to doing it, they eventually brought out a pack with a bunch of new levels. We'd, we'd have never completed it. It's yeah. a shame. But we really enjoyed it. We we did it frequently, and there was this one level where you both are crawling out of a plane crash in, in <laughs> yeah. this uh, in this dark snowy environment and there's guards running walking around with flashlights on and you've got a silent pistol and you've got to pop them all off and work your way through this arena until you eventually get to the end of the plane crash where there's a terrorist with a gun to the president's daughter's head and normally we'd be pretty good every now and again we might accidentally raise attention after going a massive runner and yeah. hide in the forest for a bit but ultimately we were generally really good until we got to the very end it was always me to place the final shot. You had to get a headshot on the uh, on the bad guy holding the te- the president's daughter hostage, and every time I got the president's daughter square between the eyes. <laughs> well done. Pressure. Pressure. That goes back to tennis, actually. My lack of finesse. Whenever I tried that, I was fucking awful. I can't work it out, and. Um, I either smash it into the fence without it even touching ground, or I go, right, well, I'll not hit his head next time, and just do that. Like <laughs> a, a piecemeal effort at it, I can't do anything in between. By the fence, are we talking a random fence, or the net in the middle? Oh, but it could be anywhere, yeah. <laughs> out of the fucking <laughs> Yeah, I've done that, I might go around, out of the fucking... Yeah, the tennis courts by us, that was enclosed in a fence, and then the farthest end, which... Uh, Overlooked like a hill onto the player fields for the school, so he'd twat it over there and he'd have to go out of the courts, climb over the fence, go down the hill, try and fail to throw the ball from the field <laughs> over, <laughs> back over the fence. Do like a girl throwback. Actually, see, now that was pressure in secondary school. If you were ever responsible for having to throw a ball to someone, you had to do a strong, powerful. Throw that would could go the distance. There's a lot of pressure to. Uh, I think I'm bringing back. I think, I think Stu's had another memory here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking this is a man fail as well. Although in one sense it's Ultraman. Um, <laughs> kids playing football, uh, booted over the fence. I'm pedestrian in the street. Ball comes round to you. Pressure time. <laughs> drop it. Drop kick it. Over the fence and over the other fence on the other side. Carry on walking. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse. He could have just like sliced it and it just go off somewhere else. <laughs> the amount of pressure when that rolls to you, it's happened a few times. I normally am alright. That time though. No, I agree with you. Have it. Laugh <laughs> it right over two fucking fences. And get fucking called by some eight year olds. Anyway, memories. Should we? Do you have like an end message on your phone, Dan? I can make her say whatever we want. What shall we? What shall we say to wrap up? Uh, that was Daniel Winward, etc., etc., etc. I've been Stuart, and that's Dan Winard. <laughs> Winard. <laughs>
You, Thorburn. You, you, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Thornburn, that's the one that I always get. Even people at work, I was like, what? That, that, that frustrated me. That's it. School them when they did that. School in a polite way or desk flipping no, just, rage monster. Just look, look at them and have the look in my face that you're a fucking cretin, aren't you? <laughs> Come on, Dan. The pressure of having to fill this black space of nothingness is is getting to us all. Yeah, yeah, I'm very nearly done. You better be. I would recommend Heavy Rain, by the way. It was a thoroughly enjoyable experience. Um, I'll be taking it on with me. Speaking of which, I'll bring back... I was going to say, you're enjoying Rocksmith. It's... I really do... I'm, it's... Fucking hard work sometimes. I think it would be a game that would be wicked if they re- if they made another one. There'd be a lot of ways they, they, they could. Two. They are. That's really good because there's lots of ways they can improve it. Um, but fundamentally, I think it's really cool. The um, it's good that it increases difficulty as you're playing. Yeah. But that's also a bad thing because you'll start to get into a riff and think, oh, that's not too bad, and then it'll throw in daft. Yeah, then it'll go. It'll change. Like, yeah, like oh, what, then it's like, oh, and what then you get doing? lost, yeah. and then it just decreases difficulty, which is annoying. I did get my first near near enough two hundred thousand points score as well uh, on the master mode, where the notes don't come up. You're just playing it from memory. Fucking, I'm not going to do that. It was it was on bass, and it's that uh, Angela by uh, Jarvis. Not uh, what was his name? Yeah, uh, Jarvis Cocker. Mm-hmm. Are you done, Dan? Yeah. Oh. Drum roll. Uh, there we go. Thank you for listening. We were Stewie Morris, Nick Thornbird, Phil Burp, and Denwin Ananananad. <laughs>